Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends on today's wrestling news. We're going to talk the big returns from WWE's Raw after WrestleMania 37. A huge title match has already been announced for WrestleMania Backlash, I guess they're calling it. We've got some backstage notes from last night's Raw. And the real reason The Fiend lost at WrestleMania. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Okay, so let's kick things off by talking about the returns from last night's Raw. Lily! Oh, WrestleMania. Sorry. Yeah, Lily. Lily. Mm, that was interesting. Uh, so, not the most eventful Raw after WrestleMania when you consider this event's history and old reputation as the big game-changing nights where the pieces are thrown all over the place and we get new faces, returning faces, all kinds of excitement. But there were, were still a handful of wrestlers back on our screens after absences of varying lengths. Charlotte Flair is back after one month, um, debuting a new attitude, seemingly in a heel turn, although her alignment kind of flows all over the place these days. But she's back. Uh, she cut a promo on the WrestleMania situation, said it wasn't her fault that she wasn't on the card because Lacey Evans was pregnant. Uh, she challenged Asuka. That went unanswered. Rhea Ripley stepped up and, of course, won the Raw Women's Championship. Charlotte said, uh, I am not taking opportunities away from your favorite wrestlers because I am the opportunity. And she said she was going to stop apologizing for being so good. This preceded a Raw Women's title rematch between Asuka and Rhea Ripley, which ended in a non-finish when Chaz came down and just wrecked everyone, stood over Rhea Ripley doing the cry thing, which was a cool visual. So it looks like heading towards WrestleMania Backlash, Great Balls of Fire, End of the Line, Roadblock, uh, the women's title program will feature, you know, at least two of these three. Uh, the other returns, 
well, return, the Viking Raiders. The War Raiders, the Viking Experience War Machine, Hansen and Roe, Eric and Ivar, back on our screens, teaming together for the first time since September. They beat Shelton Benjamin and uh, Cedric Alexander in about six minutes. Uh, this was the first time Ivar has wrestled since September. He had a cervical injury, uh, suffered while diving to the outside in an eight-man tag that also featured the Hurt Business. So this kind of came back around in kind of a nice way, I guess, if you think about it that way. Um, but it was good to see them back. Uh, Eric hadn't really done a whole lot while Ivar was away. He was on Raw a couple of times. He was in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal uh, last week, but we saw both of them in the lineup on WrestleMania night one, that big segment at the start of the show. So we kind of figured maybe they'd be back soon. Uh, no sign of gender. Disappointing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the Vikings are back, baby. Looking to make an impact in the tag division. Those are your returns. There was nothing else. Uh, no, none of your big names. Your Becky Lynch's, your Ronda Rousey's, your Brock Lesnar's. But uh, there we are. Viking Raiders and Charlotte Flair. Where the hell was gender? Like you say, I saw him stood behind <laughs> Sasha or whoever it was. At the start of both nights of WrestleMania, but still, um, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about this. I'm so happy for for Ivar to be back. Happy for yeah. Eric for Ivar to be back as well. Because, like you say, they've done now with him, uh, and I just love those two as a tag team. And I can't wait to see them tear through everyone. Let's just forget about the whole "Ooh, Ivar is sexy, but Eric is not." Bollocks that they've done. Yeah, and no. I just <laughs> like I, I'm conflicted about Charlotte Flair. Because, hopefully, at WrestleMania Backlash, that they're now calling it, um, we get the triple threat. We should have got a WrestleMania. That's what I'd have. Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, and then you can then still have Rhea versus Charlotte one-on-one, because Charlotte can be the annoying bastard heel, saying, oh, well, you might have beaten uh, Asuka, but you never beat me, blah, blah, blah. It's really easy stuff, basically. Uh, I just love that they were like, whoa, Charlotte's back, and this time she's heel. And I was like, she's always been a heel in my eyes. Like, thank Christ Lacey Evans got pregnant, because I did not want to see, oh, baby piece Charlotte Flair beat the girl who's been shagging her dad. Like, I hated all of that storyline. <laughs> Charlotte is far better as a heel, even if you have to deliver yeah. those awfully scripted promos like she did last night. Um, but yeah, a wet fart of a roar after WrestleMania. I'm not expecting Brock Lesnar. I'm not expecting CM Punk. I'm not expecting bloody Becky Lynch. But I am expecting something, WWE. It's going to be the biggest show of the year. And yeah. we got yeah. another bloody doll thing with Alexa Bliss. And don't start with the Lord of Fiend in the comments section. Although I do feel a bit bad for the Fiend. And we'll get on to why and the confusing booking behind all that in due course. Uh, let's instead talk about the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley will defend it at WrestleMania Backlash against Drew McIntyre. The main event of last night's Raw saw a triple threat uh, with Drew McIntyre. Randy Orton has just gone, well... That's the fiend dealt with. Move on. And Braun Strowman, who's lost his train sound effects. Where was that when he ran round ringside, Andy? Did I miss that? <laughs> Thank God. Thank no, God. That's the best thing. Um, anyway, Randy Orton RKO'd Braun Strowman was getting the pin and then he got claymored. His head claymored right off by Drew. Drew pin Randy. One, two, three. Drew gets a rematch against Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania Backlash and maybe yet again gets to hold the WWE Championship when no one's there to see it. Cool. <laughs> um, I guess the silver lining is that the WrestleMania match was good. Um, 
But yeah, they're just running it back. It's a shame they didn't go for someone a bit fresher, someone they haven't done with Bobby yet. But it's WWE, it's what they do, and that's where we are. Got and some backstage forget, notes. No, well, just Whoa. before that, let's not forget about the debut of the new stable. Petribution! Uh, that is <sighs> Retribution and the Hurt Business merger because T-Bar and Bloody Mace uh, presumably now are some part of the Hurt Business. They attacked Drew McIntyre after that match and MVP looked yeah. like, <laughs> guess we needed two other guys in this stable, which we've never had before. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they had the perfectly good stable that they should have never split up in the first place. Um ah! Backstage notes from last night's episode of Raw, courtesy of Fightful Select here. This report actually came out before Raw, uh, but it reported that the show was a product of multiple creative changes made over WrestleMania weekend. That's the gist of it. And the write-up did report at the time that there would be a triple threat featuring top performers. We got that in the form of Braun versus Orton versus Drew McIntyre, which we've just ran through. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, a lot of moving parts in WWE, a lot of last minute changes. It sounds like this thing was kind of thrown together on a couple of days notice without a semblance of a long term <laughs> plan. That's the that's the feel I'm getting. Just throw it together. I know. Uh, it'll be all right on the night. Uh, crazy, crazy. That's my take on it, by the way. That's not from the report. That's just what I'm reading from it. But uh, it kind of resembled. The Raw after WrestleMania is kind of dead now. The past few years have not been crammed with the same level of you know, heightened adrenaline and returns and surprises and everything else that we'd come to expect over the previous years. This show is now just another show and that's really disappointing, I think. I'm not allowing it. I won't allow them to do this. Like, last year, fair enough. Maybe even to a certain extent this year, right? But you need to make up for this, right? Like, the roar after <laughs> SummerSlam has to be huge now because fans will blatantly be there by then. And it, it's bollocks. It's a load of bollocks. And just to move on, to, to continue your point, Andy, about last-minute changes. It's WrestleMania, guys. This isn't stomping grounds when you go, oh, no, change your plan, do something else. Uh, case in point, the final thing we're going to talk about here today, The Fiend versus Randy Orton. Six months in the making, that match at WrestleMania. We've had people set on fire. We've had people coming back from the dead. And then it finished in just a wrestling match, which Randy Orton won by RKO. Now, I get it. Oh, the Lord of Fiend and Alexa turned on him and blah, 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 and black goo bollocks. <laughs> well, apparently, it's all in good saying, ha-ha, big, big brain time. That was the plan all along. No, it wasn't. The Fiend was meant to win. The Fiend was meant to win at WrestleMania <laughs> until Vince McMahon and Bruce Bloody Pritchard have got their grubby little mitts on this days or hours possibly even before WrestleMania and went, um, can we have Brandy win instead, actually? Yeah, bollocks to all the long-term storytelling. Basically, according to Fightful Select, uh, yeah, the plan was for The Fiend get his victory at WrestleMania uh, and to write uh, uh, Randy Orton off TV for the foreseeable future. And then at the last minute, Vince went, God damn, pal. Have you seen... Seen his muscles? Seen that? That fat swab. Bray Wyatt. Oh. Yeah, just have Rath Randy win. So they just changed it over the weekend. Uh, and best of all, now they're like, okay, right, fair enough. Randy Orton wins. What's next for him? I don't know. What's next for the fiend? I oh, just do some Firefly Funhouse thing where he goes, ah, I've been reinvented. You can see the sadness in his eyes. All right, fair enough. If that's the whole thing, what have we got next for Alexa Bliss? We got Lily, of course, last night. Oh, what's the long-term plan for her? Don't know. There isn't one. What a... Oh, I'm going to swear, Andy. What a load of nonsense. Yeah, I think uh, to appease the fiend loremeisters, I will keep my comments on this, on this story brief. Uh, but in summary, lol, that's it. That's it. 
It's been a long week. And... Uh, <laughs> Bury all supernatural oh, characters. Oh my god. Burn them. Burn them to the ground. Ugh. Let's move on to your Twitter questions. Yeah. They always cheer me up. <laughs> At what culture? WWE, of course, we want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from the wrestling tweeter who says, Morning, fellas. Watch WrestleMania 17 to hype me for Mania uh, and the Broken Skull sessions. And I realized I need William Regal on there. Who do you guys want it? Regal's a great shout. Yeah, Regal would be a lot of lot of fun. He's he's really good and really insightful in interviews. Uh, Tony Khan, Tony Khan, <laughs> like imagine the absurdity of that. It's obviously never going to happen in a billion years. Uh, but you you know it would be fun. Uh, I would like to see you know if, if AEW crossovers are possible in the future. We've just had Chris Jericho. I think someone like Aaron Anderson would be really interesting. Ooh. Yeah, like, you know, he's been in the game for decades upon decades upon decades. He's worked in WWE, he's worked in WCW, worked in, you know, Jim Crockett Promotions, all these places. He's been everywhere. He's got a great take on wrestling. I think that would be cool if it could ever happen. I think Andy and I actually tackled this previous as well on one of our Your Questions Answer podcasts, What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from. So I'll say what we talked about then. Uh, John Moxley is obviously uh, one yeah. you'd like to see on there to course correct what happened. And Austin himself has said that. Um, if we're going to do AEW crossovers, it doesn't really work in terms of like a reflection on a career, but in terms of a tete-a-tete, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF, mm. get him on there to go head-to-head with Stone Cold. Uh, and of course, just The Rock all the time because... It's the Rock and Stone Cold in a room together. I'm sure they've got even more stories than they've already told year after year after year. Yeah. I'd love to see that. But let us know uh, in the comments. Regal, I think, is, is a fantastic... I could listen to William Regal read the sodding phone book. I think he's a fascinating individual. Yeah, he is. Uh, right, he's second great. question today comes from Matt Ryan, a.k.a. Aussie Dead on Twitter. Legend. He says, uh, with WrestleMania now out of the way, do you think we may see Lashley hold the title until Lesnar possibly returns and gets his match with... Uh, gets his match with Lashley? Uh, around SummerSlam. I think that would be a very nice thing to do because Lashley has been looking for that match for a long, long, long time. But uh, I honestly think that Drew McIntyre is going to take the belt back at WrestleMania Backlash Mania Balls of Roadblock. Um, it, It just kind of feels like the booking pattern, right? Lashley's beaten him. He beat him at WrestleMania. He had the distraction kind of for the finish and then into the hurt lock. Um, I think to right that wrong in in kayfabe terms, Drew's going to go over clean. So I would like to see the scenario that you've described playing out. But I think Lashley's going to have a shorter title reign than that. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you on that one. Uh, I just feel so sorry for Drew never having people there to see him win this title. Although, maybe it'll happen next April at WrestleMania Squared. Uh, right, final <laughs> question today comes from Mr. Five Lawton. Uh, who says, Brandon Cutler's last three matches, check this out, have been Hobbs, Cage and Penta. Sweet Jesus. Uh, what three wrestlers uh, would you hate to be booked against in a three-match stretch? Vader. Yes. Stan Hansen <laughs> and Hardcore Holly oh because I God. don't want to die. That's very. I'm a very soft boy. I, I'm not into the physical stuff. The, the, the you know the getting punched in the face stuff, and then those three would punch you in the face very hard. So that's my answer. Well, I think Andy wins this one. Uh, uh, close second would uh, would have to be obviously Walter. Yeah. Look what he did to Champa. Look what he's done to everyone he's faced. Uh, for some reason, Viscera immediately popped in my head when someone uh, asked me this question. And the hardest striker in the game, Shane McMahon. Uh, just want to get, want to get potato <laughs> by him. You saw Braun's eye. We all saw Braun's eye on Raw. We did. That we sure did. That was to the cage. That was Shane's MMA. Ooh, wah, wah. <laughs> 
tatty factory, uh, isn't he? <laughs> right, let's move on to today's <laughs> and finally, and a nod to friend of the channel, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com, uh, and mainly a real acknowledgement of what a brilliant guy and producer Tyson Kidd is, uh, PDU Insiders report uh, regarding Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, one of the matches of, if not the match of WrestleMania weekend. It was produced by Tyson Kidd. I love Tyson Kidd, and I just wanted to give him the acknowledgement that I feel he doesn't get and that he deserves, Andy. Yeah, every time there's like a who produced what match story that comes out, it feels like the real kick-ass match on the show, the best match on the show, is produced by TJ Wilson. He does a great job. Uh, it's great that he's been able to slot into this role after his very unfortunate retirement, and he's killing it. So, fair play to him, and good job from all the producers at WrestleMania. WrestleMania 37 was a very good show across both nights. Yeah, completely agree. Well done, TJ. Well done, Tyson Kidd. Maybe I'll even forgive that haircut you used to have back in the day. <laughs> I can't talk about haircuts. <laughs> yeah, it's the easiest one for you to recreate there. We'll just get you a tiny strip and just stick it to the front of your forehead. No, 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 we won't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at 3 million subscribers, hey, who knows? Uh, right, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section down below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, myself and the Dadly Boys sitting down to review... They're all after WrestleMania a little bit later on today. And of course, preview NXT. The wrestling never stops. Plus, let us know your thoughts and Twitter. Forgot about that. Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at. At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Hamlet. Yeah, and it does. You can follow me at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon.